ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. David Gilrath from the three. 
3776. That's 844-770-ESPN. Brad Norman, what grade do you give Jim Leonard in his first game as a head coach? I give him an A. I don't know how you could give him anything less than that. And I... I was going to maybe give this to him. This is at the end of the show, talking about game balls and whatnot. But I just look at what he did, and he is in true contention for getting my game ball because he stepped into a position that is not enviable, right? It felt like the Badger Badger program was declining. It didn't feel like us. Culture didn't really feel like what we had established over the course of the year. He's dealing with emotional players and lots of media and, and, and assistant coaches that now have to view him as a superior and... And he had to manage all that and get these guys and coaches ready to play and ready to coach and then enter into a very strange environment. I said this in pregame and I said this on Sunday night when we had our discussion after Coach Chris was fired. We're going to see what kind of energy this program has because this is not a place where you you can just have it organically. You need to bring it yourself. And they brought it. And and he is one of the main reasons why they did. Brad Nortman says A. Colin Russo, you say. I'll definitely agree with Brad there on an A. I mean, what did he do wrong today? Nothing. You got to think that this was not the easiest environment and the easiest situation for a first-time head coach, not somebody completely random. This is somebody who has never done the administrative role that a college head coach is, the guy who's really at the top of the totem pole of a lot more than just the players when you're a head college coach. This guy's 39 years old, and he jumped in. Granted, this opponent stunk, but it's a team that usually has our number in Evanston, and he came in. There's a lot of drama. It's not necessarily the environment you really want as a first-time head coach. You don't really want to kind of step in past the firing of your of the guy who hired you and the guy who like you know very well like that. It, that's not really the environment as a head coach you really want to jump into. And he did that. He handled the media properly. Uh, the team played with a lot of fire today. You're, you're firing on all cylinders. Six touchdown passes on uh, passing, including Braylon. So that's the most in program history. Like, fascinating how they're really handling. Not only are they making a little bit of changes, yeah. but it looks like Wisconsin football on top of that. So there's a lot of things to be happy about. Uh, I'm happy about Bobby Engram, too. And uh, Jim Leonard. Can we, can we all just take a group breathing exercise? Let's just all do a big exhale together. Ah, that feels, feels good, good man. Feels it feels nice. really good to get a big win over Northwestern today. Again, your final Badgers 42, Northwestern 7. Just short of the shutout, Northwestern punches in a late touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter to make this a 42-7 to game, but a really, really good all-around game. I agree with the guys. I'll give them an A. Um, I was really happy with everything. Defense looked like a Wisconsin defense. Mm -hmm. Offense? Didn't look like a Wisconsin offense. It looked sexy. (laughs) It it was fun today, right? Dare dare I say sexy. Yeah, the the Wildcat thing was a little odd the first couple times we saw it this season. Mm -hmm. And then you see Braylon Allen throw a touchdown pass. That that was one of the most. That's why you do that. That that was one of the more impressive plays you could find coming out of the Wildcat there. He was rolling out of the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield. Wow. That that was really yeah, it was it was unbelievable to see. Um, it was just a, a, a team that looked like the best version of ourselves, and I don't know what more yeah. you could ask for, honestly. Mm-hmm. If you if we would have walked into this game and see forty two to seven, and what you do it in convincing fashion, sure. I don't know what more you could ask for for the for the debut of Jim Leonard. Graham Mertz under thirty uh, passing attempts too. He was twenty for twenty nine today for two hundred ninety nine. Oh, so, he, he, oh, so my trend still isn't bucked after today. I don't right? think he so. Twenty nine. I, I believe every game we lost this year, he threw over thirty. Did he throw over thirty last week? No. He didn't. No. So that was one of the losses that on Michigan. Uh, the whole idea is that whenever Graham Mertz throws under or has under 30 attempts passing, we were what, 17 and 1 before yeah, last like week? That. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 17 and 2 so now. So now we're I think 17 and 2, and that Michigan game, he actually got hurt. And so, like, that was one of those games where he I, didn't think really it's, I think it's 18 and 2. 18 and 2. 0 and 7 or whatever it is yeah, when he throws I, over 30 passes. 0 and 8 or now. Uh, yeah, so that that's. He's. Sticks with that record now, so uh, good. They good could for let him throw one more Grand pass. Braylon Allen <laughs> stole it Grand, from him. Grant knows. He knows about it. He, he knows it's bad mojo. 844-770-3776 is the old National Bank talking text line. Daniel the Sloth chimes in with his Jim Leonard grade. He gives him a B. He was a good showing, but it is against a terrible team. Fair sure. point. Follows up with, we can't jump the gun here. They are still a very mediocre team, which I tend to agree with, right? This is a middle-of-the-pack team, and the Wisconsin Badgers are. But this is growth, right? You can tell there's a refresh in that locker room. You can tell there's a sense of urgency. We called it a must-win game in the pregame show, Brad. 
this this just looked like a team that knew there's still a lot to compete for. I joked about it in the pregame show, and I'm going to joke about it again here. They can still compete for the Big Ten West. I know it sounds crazy. I know it won't happen, but it is still realistic. That's more of a testament to how bad a the Big Ten West is. We usually yeah. play in. Uh, I think Wisconsin has benefited more than I would argue any other team in college football based on where they are located in their division compared to any other Power Five team. Uh, Iowa beats Illinois tonight. You still got a shot. You still yeah. got a shot. You know, you gotta be, Minnesota's good. Minnesota's good. Got to beat Minnesota uh, at the end of the year. But I'm excited to see low. how this team continues to build, right? Because I think that this game, even given the fact that there was all that drama, there was still a lot going on that you knew the players were going to feed off of. And next week, it won't be so dramatic. It'll be more into the rhythm, more in the monotony of it. So I'll be surprised to see how, after sort of the adrenaline rush of everything changing around them, how the players and coaches are now able to carry this forward. And... You know, you look at the schedule, and it's a bunch of mediocre Big Ten teams. And we are also a mediocre <laughs> Big Ten team. So it's, fit right it's, in, yeah. it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. And I don't think there's any team that's better than us significantly. Um, so it's all, it's all out there for us. But one game at a time. That's one game at a time, indeed. Uh, just a quick programming note. I just found out, fellas, you're working a little bit later tonight. We're with you until 8 o'clock here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day with you just over the next two hours as we react to a big win for the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, just on the side, uh, I'm cheering for Ball State right now because I may have a little financial uh, financial thing on that. Uh, oh, they win! Oh, Ball State won! <laughs> financial, All right! Big, financial day, big thing. day for Shrofie! <laughs> financial thing. We don't need to talk about it. 844-770-3776 asking to take your grade for Jim Leonard in his first game as the head coach. We start where we always do. We go to Fort Worth, Texas now. Scott, you're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Alex, thanks for taking my call as usual. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, no, I give... uh give Alex an A. uh, Alex, um, I give uh, Jim Leonard an A all the way, you know, uh, yeah, you, H freezing. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, look. Before I delve into that, look, I, I know I've been calling for Paul Chris' job and all that, and I hate to see anybody lose their job. I mean, I, I, I needed it to happen as a fan, and I think what you guys were talking about. It, look what happens with the team. The team looks rejuvenated. The team looked with fire. I saw a lot of fire out of Jim Leonard today on the sideline, pumping his fist, slapping his players to the sideline, congratulating them. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been talking about for the last year and a half. Some fire on the sideline, I think, goes a long way with the players. I think it showed today. And then look at that balanced attack that we had there. What yeah. did Graham throw for, like, 298 or something like that today? I, I didn't see – I can't remember the stats. 299. Close to 300 yards. 299. You got Braylon, Braylon Allen on the ground for 135, I believe. Uh, you know, the five touchdown passes uh, today. Just incredible. I mean, it just – breath of fresh air. I, 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 you would have asked me last week if we would have beat Minnesota. I would have said, no way. Now, I'm not so sure. I mean, if they can continue this momentum, they can continue yeah, this fire. We can't jump the gun here, Scott. Optimistic yeah, Scott. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Where Hold this on coming a minute. From. Yeah. Well, well, who is this? <laughs> Scott, is this you or is this an impersonator? You're so optimistic after the firing of Paul Chris. This is refreshing, too. I wanted Jim Leonard in there, I man. I mean, the guy motivates his defense. Now, I know the last few weeks of defense has just been, ugh, but. You know, it's just a, you saw it on the field today. You know, it's just like look at the look at the way the guys are flying around the ball. Look at us, look at us pancake them on their homecoming. Boom, slap them around. That's what I'm talking about. That's what Wisconsin does. Scott, slap you're them the around man. on their homecoming. And where is the Minnesota game this year? Is it? It's, 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 it's at Camp Randall. It's here. Yep. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We're gonna beat them. Yeah, oh, wow. that's a good way to end it. That's a good way to end it. Scott in Fort Worth, always bringing the juice here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Your way into the show, just like Scott got into the show. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Scott feels so good after this thirty five point win over Northwestern. He says, "Yeah." They're going to beat the brakes off Minnesota when they come to Madison. I'd love to hear that juice. Would love to hear from you as well. Uh, asking you what you would grade Jim Leonard in his first game as the head coach. Again, the number 844-770-3776. It is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. There's a lot of advice out there on upping the value of your home. Windows can be a major upgrade if you go with Pella's innovative premium products and customer service, which are absolutely unmatched by anyone else. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for up to four years. 48 months. What a deal. 
Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details, and that offer expires at the end of the month on Halloween, October 31st. Schedule your free consultation now at PellaWI.com for more information. we got to take a quick break. I don't know how quick of a break. That's completely up to you, Hunter Vaughn, but I know we've got to hit a legal ID. So we will take a quick timeout. It is ESPN Wisconsin College game day. Wisconsin had a direct snap to Braylon Allen, and Allen was thinking pass, and he will make a pass, and it opens up for Ches Malusi. Running back to running back pass, touchdown, Wisconsin. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. of old time five touchdowns for the qb of the wisconsin badgers as they go to evanston illinois and knock off eh, knock off that sounds like they were favored they beat down the northwestern wildcats a final of 42 to 7 tonight as the wisconsin badgers win their first game under interim head coach jim Leonard. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. My name is Alex Strofe alongside my boys Brad Nortman and Colin Russo. Bradley, you just look thrilled right now. I am. I feel good about this victory. It just feels good to be in the it win does. column again, doesn't it? It really does. I mean, we we were operating on some some bleak outcomes lately. And and just getting a, a win like this, I even think it goes a long way for the team. Not only does it go for like a, a fan and alum like me, I think sometimes as a player, as a team, you just need a reminder of what you can do. Yeah. And you just need a reminder of what it feels like to win. It can get really discouraging, and losing can become a culture. It can become a norm. So whenever the losing smell starts to permeate the locker room and the team, you got to nip it out quickly. And I just think this goes a long way. And it goes with anything in life. It just feels like once you get that taste of winning again, it just feels good, and it reorients you back to a different mindset. So I think hopefully... This is a good start of getting rid of those those bad feelings, those bad rhythms, and and I don't think it's any. I don't know if it has nothing to do with Coach Chris. I just think whether you know Jim Leonard is the head coach today or Paul Chris, just getting a win starts feeling like you're heading in the positive direction. Yeah, I think part of them also wanted to win this game to prove not only to themselves but to the fact that like we let Chris down, we should kind of really bring it this week because. His firing was partially a reflection of how the players played and the effort that they put out there. I think it's one of those things where like, they were motivated to really come out there and show we're not some pushover team that got our coach fired. We're, we're worth, my, worth a lot more than that. I, I think you're exactly right. I think there are a lot of things that were working into the team's rhythm today. I, I don't think you can just straight up say, Jim Leonard has more energy, therefore the team has more energy. Yeah, okay. I, I think there's a lot going on. I think that the players felt responsible for the firing of Coach Chris. So I think they came out and had something to prove today. They showed they had that fire inside of them that everyone's telling them how bad they are, all the adversity they're facing. I think that played a role in how well they played today. How how quickly as a player does like sort of the turmoil from a coach firing? I mean, I, you've never dealt with one midseason, have you? I did. Well, Gus Bradley got fired. Well, that was midseason. That's right. Yeah, it was. It was. It was early December, so kind of the end. But that's professional versus college. But how quickly does like kind of the smell of the previous coach kind of leave, and then sort of the new scent? Like you know, you're winning that game. Like you win the game today. A lot. Chris is probably on a lot of people's minds in the player in the locker room and stuff like that. When does that start to leave and Jim Leonard fully comes in? I think it's going to happen quickly. Really? I think this first week is a first of everything. Right? Really? First okay. team meeting where Coach Leonard leads it. First team meeting where the seat that Paul Chris sat in on the bus is now empty or filled by somebody else. It's very obvious and very front of mind that first this week. first week. Yeah. I think it's going to go away quickly. I think whatever sort of emotion, energy, you rah-rah, we're doing this for Paul Christ, I think it's going to go away pretty quickly. Hmm. So then we will be left with, okay, so then what are we as a team? And what is this new coaching staff implementing as culture? Um, The first game, coming back after something so dramatic and so um, changing to the environment of the team and so personal to a lot of these guys, I'm not surprised that there was such energy, excitement, and, and grit and edge, but... I think we fast forward four weeks, 
And I think it's these Jim guys. It's Jim Leonard's team fully. That's right. Uh, yeah. And not, not that. You don't want to make it Paul, seem like it's Paul, an afterthought. You don't no. want to make it seem like that. Yeah. But like, and, and, sort of, as a player, as a coach, this is your team now. You that's right. I mean? That's like, right. He's in the past. Like, we get it. We did great things for us. But we got to win games every Saturday. So, and, and, like, and that's the whole idea of sports, whether it be college, NFL. The train keeps moving. Yeah. Right? And it, and it operates just fine without any of us. And that includes head coaches. That includes players. Anybody is replaceable. So, I, I just think that the season is long and each week is a long week. So I think if you fast forward 4 weeks from now, I think people in the room aren't even thinking about yeah. Paul Chris. They're just thinking about yeah. whatever is recently with coach Leonard and, you know, their own play. Should be noted. This is only the halfway point. This this is exactly halfway through the regular season. We are 6 weeks through now. The Badgers a perfect 500 3 and 3 now on the season. So you still got a lot of time for Jim Leonard to figure out his team's identity, his identity as a head coach. As we continue to kind of call this a tryout, if you will, a trial run for Jim Leonard heading into next year. Did I turn my mic off? I you did. Have. I just elbowed my microphone. <laughs> We're a very professional show here on ESPN <laughs> Wisconsin College Game Day. Thanks for turning it back on. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. You're talking about finding your identity as a coach. Midway point of the yeah, season. Midway yeah, point of the okay. season. So, so nonetheless, yeah. I think this is the time where Jim Leonard finds, starts to figure out his identity as a head coach, if he really wants this job, if he really wants to be this guy moving forward. So this is a big win for momentum's sake, for identity's sake, for uh, you know, just all energy's sake, right? Like everything came down to winning today. If you lose this game today, this team feels defeated. Yeah. Right, and we know how bad Northwestern was. It's it, it's it was nice. This is the team they got to play after firing their head coach a week prior. But this win is is not only about winning, right? It's just about so many other things. So I'm thrilled as a Wisconsin Badgers fan today. I'm curious to see how one after the show really to go through what Leonard was saying, how he's going to address the media, because like a lot of it, like I'm confused with what his read is. He's 39 years old. We talked about a head coach, especially in college athletics, being more of like a coach's coach and an administrator. And you're a head recruiter, motivator. You deal with all that. You're not necessarily just the X's and O's. You don't necessarily deal with just on-the-field product. It's kind of weird to – it's a little bit of a culture shift. You, like We were talking about this earlier. You, as a new head coach, especially a young guy – he has to deal with a whole lot more right now. Is that something that he's up for? You got to think he's a competitor. He's a former player. He's up for the challenge, and he and he knows that's where he's heading, regardless. But is it a little too early? That was one of the things we talked about in years, weeks past. Is is a little too, a little too quickly? Are we moving him away from the X's and the O's and into the administration role? So, like, I don't know. I think we liked what he saw. I'm sure he loved what he saw today. So maybe that's the type of thing that kind of helps his confidence level with, I could do this, you know? You're exactly right. I, I wonder, as as Jim Leonard received the news that he's new head coach, what he was going to incorporate. That's what I was thinking about throughout the week. He's been on, you know, he's only coached for five years, which is kind of mind-blowing. But he has the benefit of playing for Coach Alvarez. He was on multiple different NFL teams. Um, he was a part of this program sure. under, under Paul Chris. So he has seen plenty of organizations, plenty of head coaches, plenty of examples of, I like this, I don't like this. If I was ever running the ship, I would do this and avoid that. I'm just curious what he did and what he implemented to change the rhythms of the, of the locker room. Because you got to do something different, right? You have to you, do something. you got to make it seem like it's your room, not just like you're driving somebody else's car. Like exactly you got to make right. it seem like... This is a brand new car. We're going to do it this way. But there's also a very thin line is you don't want to drive too far away from what you guys are. So there's like the kind of the identity crisis that kind of you have to find yourself here and not also stray away from what everybody knows and what everybody came here for. That's right. When when I was playing for the Jaguars and we fired Gus Bradley, mm-hmm. now there's only three weeks, maybe four weeks left in the yeah. season. That's like the tail end of the NFL That's season. That's when Marone took over, right? Marone took over. And there was a major vibe change. We talked about, well, I mean, how much can Jim Leonard change? He's dealing with the same people, the same coaches, all that kind of stuff. But it was quickly... A, a change of pace, right? Gus Bradley, more of a player's coach, kind of let's let's have fun, not a lot of rules, I want you to play free. Hmm. Coach Marone strolled in, and it was like, okay, so one, one thing in particular, Gus Bradley started every team meeting with a music video. Okay, so we had a... Okay, re- hold on, pause. Best music video I ever showed was? The one that got some reaction that I, I, I somehow seem to remember... Was, what was that Flo Rida song? What was it, like, his most popular song? Right Round? I don't know. Um, Whistle? Low? Uh, low? 
My house. I don't know. My house. Yeah, my house. Yeah, my house. My house. Okay. Was, I, I remember because he showed Flo Rida to the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> yeah. when they're like five and eleven. There like, was range. <laughs> and, uh, Fires them up, boy. Fires them up. And then I remember because I don't. <laughs> it was something about like we're gonna protect the, the bank. Yeah, yeah like ever bank like stadium. Yeah. yeah. So it always had like a deeper meaning. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes he just liked the video he yeah. saw over the weekend. Yeah, I'll like, show this thing. So, but there was a there was a very loose, fun feeling of it, and he would always start with. Um, I don't know. We're getting we're getting deep here, but no, he, he always start with something non non football. <laughs> of course, he, you we would talk about um, mental approach, okay. positive thinking, sure. something life, right? Something life oriented. I loved it as yeah. a, as a specialist and all this kind of stuff. You're just you're so physical all the time. It humanizes me, these guys. And, you yeah, know, like you, you you kind of become like a friend, more yeah. of a friendliness to it. Well, yeah. One thing I remember him saying was eighty percent of human thoughts are inherently negative if you don't keep track of them. So you need to do your part into actively changing your mindset if you're going to want to try to get positive think because the wow, default is is deep. is negative, right? I just I, I was like. My mind blown, right? So, so, yes, that's interesting. So, so super interesting, and then he gets fired. Marone takes over. Yeah. No music video. Silent, silent in there. And he, you know, sometimes guys would stroll in late. Coach Bradley would be like, "Hey, come on, guys, you gotta be in." Like, not a big, you know, rule implementer. Marone wasn't having it. Marone wasn't having it, guys. You could find right away. And not only did we not dive into non-football things, he incorporated more football things into it. We did a, we did like a. Um, an overview of our game plan on every side of the ball to the other team. So let's say we're playing the Packers. Sure. We, we would say, okay, we have the whole team in here. This is their best player. This is what they like to do. Yeah. This will be our game plan against them. And like we would take 15 minutes to do a full game plan against the other team with everybody in the room. Like so, service level so, stuff? So we all knew what the plan was. Okay. And like I had never been exposed to any sort of defensive game plan, whatever. So that's a long way of saying... The coach can do some things to really change the yeah, vibe. That's pretty very drastic. Quickly. Yeah. Very drastic. It was only for like three weeks, and we were out of the playoffs. So you're just trying to, you know, play, win some games, gain some confidence going in the offseason. Hey, Colin, what was uh, the Jaguars' Week 17 matchup that year? <laughs> week 17, last last game, they beat the Colts in the last game of the year, right? Oh my gosh, he's you right. did. Yeah, you beat the Colts. Marone had a, a you very are, good win. That I was awesome. Right. I forget so the score. Strange. No, I forget the score. You got a good win against the Colts. So and then you brought anyway. In Colts. Wisconsin Badgers win today. You asked for it, a final of forty-two to seven over the Northwestern Wildcats. Badgers now three and three on the season. Their first conference win of the year. Uh, halfway through now, three and three with six games remaining. They got they got to go three and three in their final six games to be bowl eligible. Uh, the Badgers last time they were not bowl eligible was two thousand one. So yeah, it's been a while. So hopefully, hopefully. They can uh, continue to turn this puppy around as Jim Leonard gets his first win as the head coach. I want to go back to Graham Ertz, those fellas. Uh, Five touchdown passes for him tonight. 20 for 29, 299 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Graham Ertz looked like the Graham Ertz we fell in love with the first time he started a game against Illinois a couple years back. Where did this come from? I mean, I, I know it's a bad team, and I don't want to overblow it. But this was a really good performance regardless of who you're playing. You're still playing a Big Ten team. I was super impressed with Graham Mertz today. I think that's the thing that is almost not frustrating. It's a combination of frustrating and um, optimistic about Here you Graham. go with your 80% negative thoughts. Yeah, that's go right. On. That's right. Because Graham has these moments and these games where you're like, this is why he was the highest recruit we ever had as a quarterback yeah. and, and why we were so high on him and why it can be so exciting to watch. Um, because he played great today. He looked really confident. I'll say this. It started with the offensive line. He mm-hmm. felt like he had time. He sure. felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. I feel like last several games he did not have that. So offensive line, they deserve some credit. Um, but he was making his passes. Th- those intermediate routes, 5 yards to 15 yards, he was putting that on the money. It was exciting to see. He was making his reads. He wasn't trying to do too much. Um, I, I don't I don't know what to attribute it to. I think that... Um, the the offensive game plan was clearly different. Yeah. The play calling was clearly different. Yeah. Um, I liked how stylistically different it was, how unpredictable it was. It, it, it was a Wisconsin sort of flavor that I had not seen before. So and, and Graham orchestrated a lot of that. Yeah, one thing about Graham is, you know, I've been on this Ferris wheel for quite a bit of uh, highs and lows with Graham Mertz. We all have been, yeah. buddy. We're all right so, there So, like, with you go into the season, you're like, hopefully Graham can turn it around, and then the season starts, and I thought he had three really strong games to start the year. 
You're like, great, Graham Mertz taking some steps. Last two weeks happened. He is far below average. And then everybody's uh, calling for Graham Mertz's head all of a sudden. And then here you are. Again, he has another very, very solid performance, one of the better of his career. I can't necessarily – I'm not going to jump sky high as I possibly could have. I'm going to pump the brakes here a little bit. You know, to Brad's point, the offensive line, he's protected. This team did not have a strong pass rush at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not necessarily – sure, the, his protection was great, but, like, that's a lot. That's half the quarterback here. Yeah. And, Hunter, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying I think a huge part of it is the fact that Bobby Ingram was no longer up in the booth. And he was down on the sideline yeah. talking to Mertz yeah. every single play. Yeah. Good point. And, you know, I think Graham Mertz has taken steps since his freshman year, or, or I guess the first year he started. I think Graham Mertz has taken several steps forward as a passer, as a total leader, as a person. I think that's all been good. Do I? Am I ready to hand him the keys to the Cadillac again? Probably not. But it's one of those things where, like, if I can't necessarily jump the gun on a win over Northwestern, great game. I'm going to give him all the credit in the world for today. But... I'm going to relax a little Let's bit. Let's go back to something we said at the beginning of the, the season with Graham Mertz. Yeah. We want to see him stack good games. Yeah. This was a really good game against Northwestern this week. The Badgers are back on the road next week. Yep. They're at Michigan State. If he can have another really solid performance, I ain't asking for five touchdowns. I'm just asking for a an efficient, good performance from Graham Mertz Don't next turn week. It over, yeah. Then maybe no, we'll hand him the keys say. to the Cadillac. Then maybe we'll start thinking about it again. We'll you can him the Cadillac it. after next week? If he has a really solid game, doesn't turn the ball over, and the Badgers win, I might consider it. He could sit in the backseat of the Cadillac for the rest of the year. I don't know. At least a shotgun. Uh, uh, He's at least the co-pilot. Maybe I'll give him shotgun if if, if we get to Minnesota and we have a chance to win the West. Does he at least get to control the music while he's in shotgun? He will get aux if he wins next week. As long as he's playing the My House (laughs) Flowrider music as the co-pilot. It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. Alex drove Colin Russo, Brad Norman with you. Hunter Vaughn helping out running the show live from the Park Bank. ESPN Madison Studios, hey, it's a virtual world, and like it or not, your company has to navigate it. But that doesn't mean the journey has to be painful. What if your company's space was smarter, technologically integrated, and able to perform beautifully across all virtual meeting environments? With smart spaces, that dream becomes a reality. Smart spaces will get you the right technology for the right reasons. With a listen-first culture, they'll learn your business's needs and provide seamless solutions for your office. Improve your business today at smartspaceswi.com. That's smartspaceswi.com for smart spaces. Let's go back to the tweeter machine. Whiskey Lover 54 chimes in, says, That's right! I'm back, baby! New identity and energy. Northwestern is trash, but damn, I like it. After the Badgers win 47 over Northwestern here in week number six of the college football season, damn, I like it too. That was a good win. That's a good win for momentum's sake. That's a good win for confidence's sake. That's a good win for identity's sake, right? Jim Leonard, uh, it's his debut. I mean, you need to get a win early. It's his confidence on the line too, right? If they lose this game on the road... We're in another depressing week. It's three straight losses, and you're wondering what the hell are we? Who's to say he he wants to be head coach after a week like this week? If he lose, if we lose this game, this is big for him Maybe wanting he's to probably, take the job. He's probably knocking on Bobby Ingram's door. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, you want to switch? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll call the defense. You got the offense and the head coach. No kidding. Uh, no, love we're to kidding. see it. Love we, to we see love it. We love you, Jim. We love you too, Jim. Um, yes, uh, Jim Leonard. We're all pumped up for him, right? Like. This is something I've talked about all week long, and I will reiterate it here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. By the way, we'd love to hear from you, 844-770-3776. Are we blowing this out of proportion? Are we overhyped? Are we overhyping Graham Mertz? Are we overhyping Jim Leonard? How would you grade Jim Leonard? Hit us up on the old National Bank talking text line, 844-770-3776. But as I was saying, it's something I've said all week. I want to reiterate it. This is Jim Leonard's job, and I think you know this is a good first step in proving that. Uh, clearly the team's behind you. Clearly the team's energy was high, and that's something from that building we've heard a lot of, right? In those losses the last couple of weeks, Ohio State, Illinois, and we can even go back to the Washington State loss at Camp Randall. Those were losses where the juice was just gone. The team looked defeated on the sideline. They weren't participating, at least in the two home games, in the jump around going into the fourth quarter. You need that juice, and you saw the juice all game long despite all the uh, the turmoil or the little turmoil they saw today, whether it was the injuries or, or what have you. This team looked juiced up all game long, and that's a really, really good first step for Jim Leonard, who I think is the coach of the future for this Badgers team. I think he's a great coach, and I think that it's also, not only is he a great coach, but other times it just seems like 
you just need to change a pace sometimes. Sometimes, you know, we all go through different rhythms of life, and Coach Chris was there for eight years. Yeah. And when he showed up, he is exactly what Wisconsin needed, right? We, we were going through the dark years of the of the Gary Anderson, uh, you know, tenure. We don't mention that. Yeah, that's right. He, he who shall not be named, yeah, right? right. Um, and so we needed someone that could implement stability and a calm presence and a kind of Wisconsin first guy and um, willing to just get back out there and recruit and just implement what Wisconsin football always was. And eight years is a long time, and maybe it was just time for a change of pace. Maybe the what Wisconsin needs in today's college football landscape, and even just hearing a different voice in the room from a place of authority, and and just a, a different change in the routine and the rhythm. Maybe it's just like what the guys needed. Yeah. It was just a new, fresh face, a fresh voice, and that of a young, energetic one. So I, I, I still will always be a Paul Chris guy, as well as a Jim Leonard guy. I can, I can be in both camps, right? Yeah, of course, um, but. And just maybe that's what we needed, and and just a change of pace, something that feels different, and that can wake you up because they looked awake today. Yeah, some something that you were talking about with like the change of pace as a coach and having a different voice in the locker room. I think it's a very important thing from a player's perspective. I am not a player. Let's preface that, but I could think that you're when a player <laughs> with an A. Nice job. player, Dog. right? Player. When you when you're a player and you're losing games, and I can imagine Chris being the type of guy where you kind of hear the same song different week, and I can imagine that gets old for a player. And I would I could totally imagine this is with me imagining. I can imagine that losing these games, losing those past two weeks or whatever big games we lose, I can imagine Chris having the same go, the perspective post game as he always does and I think that could get old for a player I think you need a change of pace and need somebody who's gonna say a different thing you know what I mean this doesn't work anymore you're punching the same bag at the same spot you know what I mean and I think it's one of those things maybe I'm completely wrong in this but I think as a perspective as a leader as somebody you're following head coaching is all about motivating and I think just having somebody that says something different a different type of song this time around I think that can make a world of a difference not only for the confidence of the team but can also just like ramp people together you know like everybody's like all right we're learning with this guy as well and he's willing to help us and we're willing to help him get to where he wants to go and sometimes it's just a totally different voice right because if if chris was the energetic get in your face all that kind of stuff that can also get old totally and that can also get to the point where it just it falls on deaf ears and then enter someone that has a let's say a presence like paul chris which is more calm stable more stoic and and then all of a sudden that can be received well so it's just human nature that i think yeah. you, you can get um, numb to whatever your environment is, and and maybe that's what th- this team needed. Now the question will be, can it be sustained? Yep. Right? Can is this just a one-off where hey, it's a dramatic week, we got a lot going on, our manhood is being called out. Let's go show it. Let's bring the juice. Are we still going to be feeling that in four or five weeks from now? No doubt about it. Brad Nortman, Colin Russo, Alex Strove with you. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hey, for what it's worth, fellas, Badger's going to go to East Lansing, Michigan next week. With a better record than Michigan State. Michigan State going to fall to Ohio they State stink. here momentarily. Yeah, they They'll stink. be 2-4 yeah. and four Love going into it. that game. Wisconsin will be 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, And the team with the did. better record fired their head coach. Just a little little interesting. And yes, they did play Ohio State they're, better they're than we did. They're playing them a little tougher than we did. Yeah, the final of that game, of course, 52-21. to 21. Badger scored 21 in that game, though. Michigan State only has 20. They're losing 49-20. They still got a minute 50 to go. They're also at home. Too. We True. were on the road. Yeah, yeah. I don't we'll know. see. We're making excuses here. I mean, who got beat down less Wisconsin's by Ohio State? Wisconsin's going to beat the snow <laughs> out of Michigan State next week. I'll tell you why I got high energy. That's because I've been drinking Mountain Dew all day because ESPN Wisconsin College game day is fueled by Mountain Dew. Try Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Today, available wherever you get your Mountain Dew. It's all the Dew, zero the sugar. Do the Dew with Mountain Dew, a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. Hey, I'm going a little, uh, I'm going to throw a wrench into the program. We usually finish the show giving out game balls. I want to do that next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Yeah, it is. I'm Hunter Vaughn. Friday night, the Nebraska Cornhuskers took down Rutgers in Piscataway 14 13. Also in the Big Ten, Michigan, they were scared in the first half, but then poured it on in the second, taking down Indiana on the road 31-10. to 
Purdue snuck away with a victory in College Park today. They took down Maryland 31-29. Wisconsin Badgers bounced back after a just terrible showing at Camp Randall last week, taking down Northwestern 42-7. And then Ohio State, it was a 7-7 game at one time on the road against Michigan State, but then it ended up being 49-20. The last game for the Big Ten today will be Iowa at Illinois. That game getting started in just a couple of minutes in Champaign. Jags play tomorrow. No one cares about the Jags. Tennessee winning at LSU, 40-13. Lance Leipold handed his first loss of the season as Kansas fell to TCU, 38-31. And in Starkville, Mississippi State, 40. Arkansas, 17. We'll send it back to Alex and Brad, Metro no longer Ford call. Madison, <laughs> Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. Remember Coach Chris, man, that one was for him. But hey, start of a new era, game ball. Yeah! TSPN Wisconsin College game day rolling on. A big Badgers win in Evanston, Illinois, 42 to 7 over Northwestern. And Jim Leonard's debut, what you just heard there was Nick Herbig, the senior captain for the Wisconsin Badgers. Dedicating the game to Paul Christ and giving the game ball to Jim Leonard. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Brad Nortman and Colin Russo. I said I threw a wrench into it. Let's give away some game balls ourselves. Who outshined the rest? Time for the guys to give out their game balls. All right, Colin Russo, we give you the floor. Your game ball goes to Braylon Allen is going to be my game ball. You know, I'm going to be a little tougher on Mertz now after these last two weeks. You know, I, he was my guy the first three weeks. I know everybody hated him. Now, I don't want to jump the gun here. Braylon Allen, that rollout touchdown, I don't even know if Graham has made a play like that. That's actually an Ooh. outstanding play. I was very impressed with that. He kept his eyes downfield. He moved up in the pocket. Uh, I, there was four guys in between. Oh, my God. What a play. I don't know. Braylon <laughs> Allen gets my uh, game ball because of that play and that play only. He also had 135 yards rushing. He's got my game ball. We'll be a little harder on Graham now, he says. Brad Norman, your game ball. There's no shortage of places to give the game ball to. Um, you could look on both sides of the ball. You could look in the coaching staff. And to no surprise, I'm going to give it to Coach Jim Leonard. He was dealt a just brutal hand this week, right? I mean, you forget that Jim Leonard and Paul Chris are friends and that Paul Chris gave him his coaching opportunity. Right. And and he was just dealt with a situation where he basically needed to tell his players, you are playing like trash. We need to wake up. Coaches, it's time to open up the playbook, and it's time to coach these guys a little bit harder. Let's be accountable. But, what, but yet also respecting coach Chris in the process of putting his own stamp on it yet trying to you know thread the needle of all the emotions I do not envy his last week I think each day was a very very long day for him and he came out and he got the boys ready and he got the coaches ready to coach and I couldn't ask for anything more so I agree up to, to Jim Leonard and I am excited where the program will continue to go I'm right there with you Brad uh, but I will go a different direction here hey Graham Mertz Hey. Five touchdown passes for Graham Ertz today. Uh, I'm going to give one game ball to him, but I think we need to give out a second game ball because there was a man on the defense who had two interceptions. Let's not forget about Kamoila, too. Two picks for him today against Northwestern, so solid outing for him as well. So those are the two game balls I'll give out. Hunter, you want to give out a game ball, too? Why not? Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to go to me this time, but it's got to go to the guy Ooh. that Oh, don't got- complain over there. Jags play tomorrow. Oh. Jags play. Who's excited? I'm turning your mic off. Come Texans, <laughs> 12 o'clock. Huge game. Uh, Turn my mic off instead. <laughs> yeah, my finger slipped. Uh, no, I, I got to give it to Chemry DK. Mm. He was amazing. 10 catches, 185 yards, three touchdowns. Now joins a pretty big group for Wisconsin. Part of that group, Pat Richter with three touchdown catches in a single game. A huge my bunch man. of guys tied for third in school history for touchdown catches. So, got to give it to DK. My man Pat Richter dropped there. Mm. You can hear the Pat Richter show right here on 100.5 ESPN every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock. 
good, good, good chat here on ESPN Madison. Uh, all right, Jim Ray DK is where he goes with his game ball. Badgers win again, forty-two to seven. Big win today. Big win for momentum's sake. Brad Nortman, uh, you said it earlier, but I want to bring it back up. You've been doing this with us this season. Uh, you had off uh, both of the other wins for the Badgers, so this is your first post game show with a victory. That's right. I feel much more comfortable doing these post game shows after a victory. <laughs> Hopefully, we can stack these a little. Did bit Did you more. think you were bad luck for a few? I, I thought so. After last week, we signed off in the post game show. I mean, the, the whole program, fans, fan base, even us as a media team at ESPN here, we were felt lost. I think I even said something like, "I, I might be the problem. I need yeah. to look inward." Um, so it feels good. I'm, I'm much more of a positive person by default. I love praising my Badgers. I hate uh, being hard on them, but. Um, it feels really good to be a part of a win. It feels good to talk about next week with some optimism yeah. and talk about and praising guys and not what what more could have we have done. So it feels good. I got one in the win column now. Me me and uh, Jimmy Leonard, what a team we make, huh? Yeah, you guys got to... I think I play a role in this a little bit. Uh, you know what? I'm surprised if he doesn't call in here and thank you personally. That's right. For, uh, he really should. Yeah. That's right. I feel I feel like he should. I'd be I'd be slighted if not. But now, now, all jokes aside, do you know Jim Leonard at all? Um, so I I do a little bit. So a couple cool Jim Leonard stories actually. Yes. So let's rewind the clock to where I'm in college okay i'm a sophomore junior i forget exactly where playing obviously for the team um backup punter uh great friend of mine uh best man at our wedding guy named ryan wickersburg i brought him up before actually um so he was a big jim leonard fan so ryan was a walk-on and you grew up idolizing jim leonard Mm. kind of the dude he was you know the underdog story and for his birthday one year i was like i got a great idea i'm gonna try to get a jim leonard autograph for ryan so i send you know, Jim Leonard, he played for the Jets at the time. Okay. So I'm sending it to the Jets facility. I write him a note, uh, printed out a picture of him and said, hey, you know, I'm a Badger player. You probably don't know me, you know, but but we got a friend, also a Badger player, big fan. You know, would you just mind signing this and returning it? Uh, Want to give it to him for his birthday. Write whatever you want, but something positive and something personal. So I send it to him and I probably did it in like mid-October. And then I don't get it back by the time mid-November rolls around. Uh, so I'm like, Okay, it got trashed or something like that. Early December, I get mail. What do you know? Jim Leonard has returned it, signed it, wrote a very nice message. My buddy still got it framed in his thing. So something like that. Mid-season. Mid-season. And honestly, too, guys get fan mail, they just toss it out. You know, it's not, it's some guys do, some guys don't. So I didn't really know what I was sending it into. But he took the time to send it back, um, wrote a nice note. Just a okay, quick character nod to Jim Leonard. All right, so hold That's, on. The obvious follow-up I, question yeah, here I was is, say. fan what? mail Brad Nortman. Have you ever gotten any? What'd you do with it? Oh, I return fan mail all, all the time. Did I you always, get fan mail? Oh, yeah. Quite a yeah. bit? Yeah. Uh, I would say half of it was Badger fans, where yeah. they were like, you know, hey, here's a Badger thing. Um some guys would just literally write me a letter and say, can you send me a signed pair of shoes? Can you get me? This is a good one. How about this one? So I would get Brad Nortman fan mail. I'd probably get, ooh, in my peak, I'd probably say I got a couple of weeks. Can you define when, your yeah, peak? When, 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 when peak? was your peak? That was the right answer. Uh, probably year four, right Carolina Panthers. Yeah, wrong. Pan- right answer. Panthers are doing well, right, and right. I'm doing well. So probably that fourth year. year. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'll probably get a couple per week. How about this, though? This is always a good one. Cam Newton and Steve Smith and Luke Keekley, those are all guys there. Sometimes when they couldn't get through to them, they would write to me and say, hey, Brad, you're doing great. Would you mind talking to Cam and getting him to sign XYZ <laughs> for me? Wow. How about that? Did you're you the middleman. Uh, no. Those uh, are the no, ones I want no, in the trash. No, yeah. no, I was like, come on, man. You, want, you go to him. I'm not your... I'm not your errand boy yeah. here, so that's really. You get yeah. any ones that you really like, that really made you feel good? Like, did anyone give you like a Brad Norman appreciation note and didn't ask for anything? Brad, oh. I really appreciate what you do here. I really appreciate you being on the Badgers. No. I don't want. I don't want anything. No, nobody's. No, everybody wants no. something. The fulfilling ones were were ones where um, it was written by a kid, and they were sure. like big Badger fan or big big Panther fan, whatever, and. Um, those were the ones that were fun the to kids, yeah. yeah to fill fulfill for them. So, um, what do you know? There are some Brad Nortman fans out there. Who would have thought, right? Yeah, who would have thunk it? So I'm certainly a Brad Nortman. Fan. Oh well, thank you. You're thank welcome. you. You're um, welcome. Another time. So then I played against Jim Leonard, and um, a couple times. The last time I played against him was his final season, and one of his good friends that he played with, a guy named Joel Nellis, he's now the head coach of Brookfield Central, the high school I went to. He coached 
me in high school. Um, and we stayed in touch. He's a great guy. Him and Jim Leonard are good friends. And he was coordinating this thing with other Badger players throughout Jim's final season in the NFL that they would give him like a gift. And usually it's like a gag gift, right? And so when they came and played Carolina, he was with Cleveland for his last year. They came and played Carolina. And the gift that I had to bestow on him was like this trophy, this like little miniature trophy with like a guy in a Superman cape and a football player. And it was, there was some inside joke from his time at uh, Wisconsin where it was like world's best personal protector on punt or whatever. So I didn't really get the joke, but I was just in on the delivery of it. Huh. And he sought me out after the game. And he was like, hey, got the gift. I had to drop it off at the hotel. And uh, he said, hey, got the gift. That's super nice of you. You know, Joel's been doing this thing for me to, you know, give me a great send off this year. And actually that game, he was the punt returner. So he was catching my punts. No kidding. Can you believe that? You and Jimmy, huh? That's right. Wow. So how funny is that? Yeah. So I, I had a pretty good game that game. I think I think he fair caught all but one. Nice. Kind of like nice. You got think, that ahead of Jim that, now. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You got him. Some could say I'm a you know when we share a field together, I was the better player. Some would say that. Not many. No, I no. I <laughs> Not many. Based would say on what it. you just told us, yeah. we would all agree. So I think he. I think he. I think he slipped away for maybe like one five yard return with the rest of the caught. But how about that? That's a win for a punter. I shared the field with Jimmy Leonard. So everything I know about him, the few conversations I've had. Just a great guy, easy to root for. Um, love to see him have success. The most popular former punter in sports media, Brad Nortman, Colin Russo, Alex Strofe with you here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, which is presented by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, just like the Badgers did today, talk about refresh. Choose a beer that's as cold as the Rockies. Cold filtered, cold lagered, and cold packaged for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light. 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Let's do some tweets of the game. Let's do that next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College <laughs> Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. And welcome to Gus Bradley's fired up right now. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Alex Stroh, former Badger, former Jacksonville Jaguar. Brad Nortman with you. Alongside the world's largest Jacksonville Jaguars fan, Colin Russo as well, with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Hey, get this, fellas. Graham Mertz, 299 yards passing is the most by a Badger since Joel Stave mm. in 2015. Wow. How about that? I like it. It's a heck of a stat. I just got a bunch of them. Uh, the final game notes just came out, so I'll be sprinkling those in the rest of the show here on ESPN Wisconsin College. Game day we are brought to you in part by our friends at Everlight Solar. Save money and save the planet. It's simple. Ditch your energy bill and make the switch over to Everlight Solar. Electricity prices just keep on rising, and Everlight Solar will give you the chance to take ownership of your power while also reducing your carbon footprint. As a local company based out of Madison, they will be with you every step of the way to make the switch to solar. To learn more about how you can save money and save the planet, check out everlightsolar.com. It is time to get into the tweets of the game. Fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let's yeah. see what the trolls were saying. Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Yeah, each and every game day, our producer Hunter Vaughn keeps an eye on the cesspool we know as Twitter. He finds the funniest. He finds the most outrageous. He finds all the in-betweens. He throws them at us. We give him either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Hunter, go ahead. We're going to start off with a theme that was going on in the first half of the game. A lot of tweets going around about begging Bobby Ingram to stop running that weak wildcat. That one from Marky Mark, I don't believe, of the Funky Bunch. That's too bad. Mm. But I'd like to just remind Badger fans that uh, they scored a touchdown with that weak wildcat. Yeah, great play. Yeah, it's a thumbs down on the tweet, but I will say I understand the frustration because it hasn't really been working, but I think why they've been doing that was to set it up for a play like this where Braylon Allen is going to throw you know, in the flat like he did for the touchdown score. So uh, I get it. I'll thumbs down this tweet, though. Yeah, I'll thumbs down it as well. Uh, to Sort of to the same mark as Strove, as Strove was saying. I don't think the Wildcat has worked particularly well in the times we use it. We used it a couple times in Ohio State. We used it a couple times last week, too, I believe. And I just don't think it has that much success. I think we're entirely too predictable for it to really work. If somebody's in the Wildcat, yeah, Braylon's throwing a couple passes, but like you kind of have an idea of like there's a, a 
three different plays you could possibly do with it. So I don't love it, but you know what? Something else. And the treat, the tweet itself is, yeah, why not? They scored today. Yeah, I'm gonna thumbs down it as well. Um, yeah, I, I get it. It feels like there's a lot more effective formations and plays that you can run in the in the toolkit that you have than the Wildcat. However, good offensive coordinators will, as you said, Strofe, run several plays early to set up a different play later. And sometimes it's at the sacrifice of those first plays. Sure. So um, I, I think there's more happening than just random Wildcat play calls. I think knowing college offensive coordinators, pro offensive coordinators, we do something now, so we set up something later. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's why you punt multiple times until you fake it against Iowa. That's right. That was part of the game plan. Absolutely. That's a victory. This one, because you know this is the premier Division Three football talk show in the state. As yeah, well. that's true. It is. So, wanted to uh, have a D three reference. I don't care if you're playing Division Three Southwestern Middle Nebraska Technical College. You still got to execute. Good start to the game today. Outside of the missed field goal, let's go Badgers. That one from Badger Steve. Yeah, Stevie. Good tweet. That's a thumbs up for me. Look, and that's why. You know, I, I see some of the reservations around calling this an A performance from Jim Leonard. I will not be one of those people. I get Northwestern is bad. It's still a Big Ten team. It's a big win. It's a big win for identity, a big win for momentum, and a big win for the spirits in that locker room. We heard it a little bit ago. This game is dedicated to Paul Christ, but it's the start of a new era. Jimmy Leonard gets the game ball from Nick Herbig. I love it. I love it. I love it. Good tweet from Steve. Well said there, Strofe. Uh, I'm going to also give it a thumbs up. Why not? You, you don't control the schedule. You play who you play every week, especially if it's Big Ten. If the team stinks, the team stinks. You still got to beat them. And they beat them handily. They did everything they needed to do. I was very happy with, I think, every single facet of this team today. So coming out of that, if you could say that, there's nothing you can complain about. You move on to next week. You see what they do against a better opponent, and you go from there. So I'm, I'm going to thumbs up the tweet as well. If we remember week one against Illinois State, and I felt like we did not execute. I don't think we looked very good. That's a great point. I think that we didn't. I mean, we didn't even beat them as much as we beat Northwestern. And mm-hmm. Northwestern is clearly a better team than Illinois State. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, we earlier in the year, we played teams that are of less caliber, and we didn't look very good. So... I'm going to thumbs up the tweet. You always have to bring your A game. And you know what? You might as well smash them if you're going to be playing a lower opponent. Sure. Yeah, the Badgers got smacked the last two weeks. Might as well return the favor on the worst team in the Big Ten. What's next? This one from Jade Vargas. Jim Leonard quarterback whisperer question mark hashtag on wisconsin hashtag overreaction saturday hashtag still enjoying it no but the new quarterbacks coach bobby ingram is the uh, is the quarterback whisperer funny tweet i give it a thumbs down funny tweet thumbs up overreaction saturday i'll roll with that i like overreaction saturday <laughs> i like the sign of that yeah I'll, I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up just because it was clearly meant to be a joke but yeah. i mean it, it was just good to see graham mertz comfortable and slinging the rock well again it's overreaction Saturday. We're the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah, I can do one more, Strofe. You gave me the nod like you wanted well, one Well, otherwise more. I could read one to you. Well, I, I mean, this one from Scary Alvarez. We oh, always yeah, have to get yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Uh, Got to clean it up a little, but run the GD table. There. I said it. <laughs> Hashtag Badgers. Aaron Rodgers would be so GD proud. That's a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, that's a thumbs up. Let's run the table. There's not many scary Alvarez tweets I thumbs down. This is a thumbs up. Yeah, one that's for a me. good point. Yeah, scary Alvarez's yeah, Twitter goal. They usually nail hey, it. Hey, I will read you this one from Evan Flood, who covers the Badgers for 24-7 sports. Uh, Graham Mertz said he and some of the Badgers reached out to Paul Christ after the game and shared the win with him. That's very cool. So what do you think? Do you think Paul Chris is a FaceTime guy? Like what do you what do you think he like how do you think they reached Group out call. to him? I think one guy called him. And so it's like a FaceTime phone, call? I think it was a speakerphone environment. So you don't think it was FaceTime? No, FaceTime. Speakerphone environment. What do you think Paul's doing right now? I don't know. I well, mean, actually, I have, a, I we have, actually a sh- have somebody in the room that's texted with Paul Chris before. Does he have an iPhone? I'm pretty, I th- let's, see, let's see if it's blue. He's, he's strikes, going hardcore with he strikes me checking as a hot tub the contact. He strikes me as a hot tub guy. I just feel like he's in a hot tub. Paul Chris is a blue text message guy. So yeah, so he has a phone. Time. I can see. It. He doesn't Wait, want to hold face on. Why do you keep saying he's a hot tub guy? You think he's like, in a hot tub right yeah, now? Yeah, I think he's in a hot tub tonight. Wow. I, I think I think the team won, and he's in a hot tub. What do you, What do you think Paul Chris is drinking today? Like, is he watching the game? You think he's watching the game, right? He's I don't think Wisconsin he's watching guy. any other game but our game. And then it's later in the night. I think he's I think he's in a hot tub. I don't know. 
Well, you, hold on. I think I the hot tub dive, thing is a strange dive, angle. I need to dive further into this hunch. <laughs> Why do you feel this way? Listen, he's try, he's so calm, cool, collected. What do calm, cool, collected people do? <laughs> they go into a hot tub. It's such a relaxing environment. It's like he's in his natural element. I just do you not understand where I'm coming from here. He's a hot tub type of guy. What kind of guy Why don't am you I? Stop talking for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a you're like a diving board guy. You know what I mean? Like you, oh wow. You just dive in. You're just a diving board. What guy. are you? What? I don't know. I'm. Are you like a bath with bubbles and candles type I'm a of guy? Bo- I'm a boat guy. I'm a boat guy. All right. He's Colin Russo. I'm Alex Drope, <laughs> alongside former Badger Brad Nortman. As we continue to react to the Badgers' big win over Northwestern, 42 to seven, the final down in Evanston. They got the win for the hot tub guy. Did the Wisconsin Badgers? He's a hot tub Badgers. guy. He is. He's chillaxed. I don't know. Do you know if he has a hot tub? I don't. I would guess. He does. I, he does not strike me as a hot tub guy. He doesn't strike you as a hot tub no. guy? No. I think of a hot tub guy as like a Miami guy. Like a Miami chain around the neck, like, you know, yeah, chest it, hair coming out of the shirt kind of. That's what I think This about. is when Paul Chris is not around the players. You think he's a different, you think he has his own thing that like just no players know about and that's his thing? Could be a hot tub. You know mm. what I mean? Like, do you think Paul Chris, everybody has something like that. What do you think his thing, his thing is like that? I don't know. I I don't Paul know. Chris has, <laughs> Paul Chris has an open Saturday. What is he doing tonight? You think he's watching college football? Probably no, not. Probably I, not. I, I would, probably I, right. I, I would bet actually I know where he is. I bet you he took the weekend. So he has a place in northern Wisconsin. Right? Yeah. It's pretty well known. Um, I bet he went up there this weekend just to get away, get out of town, enjoy the beautiful. You fall. know what's at that cabin? There's such a. There's there, no I don't way think there's, there's a, hot a hot tub. I, there's no way there's not a hot tub at that cabin. All right, breaking news: Paul Christ <laughs> in his hot tub at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We are outfitted by Iron Jock, which believes it's what what's inside that matters. Ninety nine percent of odor causing bacteria are eliminated with the advanced performance gear and apparel that Iron Jock designed from the inside out using state of the art technology. You can even go in your hot tub with it the silver ion technology is guaranteed to provide odor fighting protection for as long as you own it love it or send it back no questions asked and use code espn20 for 20 percent off your order at ironjock.com that's code espn20 for 20 percent off at ironjoc rather let me spell that again let's try that one more time ironjoc.com iron jock it is what's inside that Matters. We continue the reaction. We'd love to hear from you. 844-770-3776. Badgers win 42-7. We roll on next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.